Greetings, Wargamers. We're your hosts, Trevor, Jay, Josh, and this is Shane Attack. Attack. is sponsored by Discount Games Incorporated. Discount Games Incorporated specializes in customer service, low prices, and prompt shipping. You can find our web store at www.discountgamesinc.com. Welcome to Chain Attack. I'm your host, Trevor, and I have backed and it is successfully funded Pugmire, uh, what is it, uh, version two, Realms <laughs> of Pugmire, I believe is what it's called now. So if you'd like to play a dog in your RPG, go out and find some Pugmire. Um, I'm Jay, and I got a, a phone call from a freight company today saying they have a pallet for me. Uh, I had no idea that a pallet was coming, but Jeez. my assumption is that it is my retailer pledge for Frosthaven. Oh, yeah, I bet it is. And that it is arriving tomorrow. So that'll be exciting if that's the case, because I would like to make some money. <laughs> uh, and I am Josh, and I would like to spend some money with Jay, but... Uh... You know, so that I can own some more stuff that <laughs> I will not get to in probably this decade. I'm going to guess uh, seven years feels like a lot. But um, but I am the proud owner of all the Midnight Suns DLC now. So in case, in case you wondered how that journey was going. <laughs> have you have you had a chance to play it recently? Play much? Uh, yeah, I actually I'm. <laughs> Which, it's funny, because I feel like Trevor kind of infected me when we last talked about it, with the recognition that, like, you know, the day was just sort of like one contained capsule. And so, yeah, I basically have kind of been doing a, a day, a night kind of thing. A day, a night. A, a game day every evening, you know? It's a nice unwind at this point, like, just knowing yeah, that I'm I mean, just going to go. You You go talk to the people about, you know, kind of like the morning is like talk to everyone about like the plot then you go on a mission yep. then you come back and then you hang out with somebody rinse repeat yep and like the one bad thing is like i haven't i haven't been doing story missions like i just i'm like oh i'll just yeah oh i could get some more of that those one resources i'll just go do this one little mini mission or whatever and i probably I mean, should probably do the story more because like now that i've unlocked spider-man i'm like oh there are some do you mean some of the characters might not suck amazing <laughs> <laughs> I am kind of curious, Josh. Um, what? So, what does your normal day look like? <laughs> like, how early do you get up? How late are you working, etc.? Because it seems like you're working uh, a mean, lot of I hours get... for peanut pay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's a pretty fair description of the gig, I think. Yeah. Right. Um. I I usually am up by 5:30, you know, and I try to be to the capital before 6:30. Um and 
I would say walk? most even. No, no. I just mean like by the time I get up and get ready and you know check my non-political no, I, emails and. Right. I was just wondering, like, how far away is it? Oh, uh, I'm about a mile. I'm a, I'm about a mile from the capital. I could walk. I have walked on occasion, but um, but no, I'll, I'll usually drive in and, like I said, be there about 6:15 or 6:30 or whatever. And I mean. It's weird because, like, I guess, like, even tonight, like, my work day just ended at 9, right before we got on this call. But part of that work day was also, like, being at a dinner with lobbyists and, like, industry professionals, and which is technically part of the job. So, so that, that's a, that's pretty, that seems to kind of be the average, Jay. Okay. I just, it, it struck me as interesting. <laughs> Um, so new things coming out with Discount Games Inc. Um, they started to give some gameplay uh, previews, stuff like uh, building bands and some of the stuff on the struggle uh, counter with uh, Star Wars Shatterpoint. And uh, now would be a great time to get your your pre-sales in for that game. Um, I think you have commented on it a little bit, Trevor. Have you have you looked very much into it? Not really. I what I, is... I, I follow um, uh, Tongmas Games. I see their posts. I kind of sort of pay attention to them, but not really. Okay. What uh, what would you say is your current interest level in the game? Uh, like on a one to ten scale? Yeah, yeah. Four. Okay. But that's that's probably two or three points higher than any other miniatures game out there right now. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, that's, that's fair. That seems to, uh, um, track track. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm getting more and more, uh, excited for it. So, so that's nice. Um, I guess another announcement is that, um, the, uh, Kador, starter box has a date now um let me see if i can find it real quick uh march 3rd i believe so uh we're, we're getting close on that so get your um get your pre-orders in for the the kdor starter box um all right so to start things off i have a, a little bit of a rant i i guess i shouldn't say it's a rant because it's going to uh the, the way that I was going to approach this, this will color things, but um, how do, do both of you guys have Amazon prime slash how much do you order stuff from Amazon? I do have it. Um, I, I like less and less every month, but I, I used to, I would say I would probably spend a couple hundred bucks a month with Amazon prime for different reasons. Okay. Um, I then do have what? Amazon Prime. I got it mostly for, you know, Prime Video. Um, I would say that I order significantly less than what Josh just mentioned. Like, I don't think I actually get my money out of it from the shipping perspective. Oh, I sure. Pro- I probably order somewhere between 30 and $50 a mm, Well, probably closer to $30 a month. And that's usually more like $60 every other month. Um, what, uh, I'm, I'm curious, Josh, why have, why would you say that your, um, 
amount of transactions well, have decreased with Amazon. Yeah. Um, how could I explain this well? Like, uh, well, okay, a couple things. Like, one, I used to have quite a few subscribe and save items, you know, okay. s- subscriptions, and like we just kind of built up a stockpile, not intentionally, but like of those things, and I don't, I don't need them anymore, kind of thing. I don't, or don't sure. need them as okay. frequently. Right. So that's one reason. The other reason is like I I kind of have found myself sort of actively making an effort to purchase locally or order from different. Like, for example, if I used to would have ordered books from Amazon instead, now I will order from like thrift books or, you know, used bookstores and stuff like that. Um, I'm trying to think of what I don't know. The other reason is. I can't even like blame Mary Condor or whatever, but I just have been buying less stuff, especially since I got in this job, I, I guess it maybe is part of it. Like, I'm just like, well, when would I even use that? You know, <laughs> this, the, the, we're not behind the paywall anymore, Josh. So the real answer you should have said was that like, you know, I'm, I'm tired of these big tech companies and their, you know, <laughs> crusade against conservatives. And so, <laughs> I'll workshop that. Something, something, <laughs> section 230. Uh, yes. Be, be gone, 230. All right, I get it. Anyways, uh, I, the next question I have, I guess, is, um, like, ordering from Amazon today versus Amazon, ordering from Amazon, say, three years ago, four years ago, would you say that it's okay. a better experience or worse experience? Way worse. Mm. I guess I haven't noticed much of a difference. Okay, then I I'm have. I'm 1,000% on Trevor's side on this. <laughs> it has gotten way worse. So the Prime that I, I mean, pay I... for now is worthless compared to the Prime I paid for oh, four you know years what? ago. Yeah, yeah. Because like, the things you don't that were... get stuff nearly as often as you, as you used to. Or as you don't get as it at all. To. You get it the same rate you got it four years ago, but now you pay Prime for it. Like, if, if, right. if, if four years right. ago... If I ordered something, they would have been like, yeah, we'll ship it to you in two or three days, and it'll be there in two or three days. You'll get it in about a week. But if you pay for Prime, we'll give you two-day free t- overnight or free two-day shipping. What happened to that? Because it's gone. Like, Supply I order it with Prime, and it's like, pandemic. yeah, you'll get it in a few weeks. I'm like, what? So here's <laughs> here's my, my rant or multi-part complaint. Uh, the first one is... On the one hand, I'm a consumer of Amazon, and mm-hmm. we order a fair bit of stuff from it. Um, <coughs> a fair number of our office supplies for DJI we get from there. Um, there's some games <coughs> that we get from um, that we get from Amazon at full retail, and then do a markup and sell in the store. Interesting. Um, okay. <coughs> so stuff like that, and. Like Trevor says, in general, first of all, there's there is the um, the shipping times have just been you know much much worse. Um, but the other part of it is you go and you do a search for Amazon for an item in Amazon, and your search result is like ninety percent junk, and ninety percent of it is you know sponsored content, sponsored ads of you know people paying to for you to buy their product etc and so i think that the search uh functionality is much worse than it was as well so that's kind of my complaint as a customer my complaint as 
a on the other end is you know once upon a time um i discount games inc started their business initially on ebay um and and then you know was selling in store was selling on amazon as well and i had to have like a separate inventory of things for ebay and amazon which was super expensive and not really sustainable and i also had a lot of issues working with them to where eventually i just stopped selling on those channels because they were um unfriendly companies to work with in a lot of ways um etc and so um you know about probably a year and a half ago um i looked into some some new solutions to things and and one of the things that with the current website that we have that i was able to do was spend like a monthly fee to have a uh, a third-party app that basically connected our website and our inventory to ebay and amazon and so i didn't have the issue of um you know having to keep separate inventories etc and and there are some issues that um that arise with uh the app etc but you know we we try to work through it and and we actually have a, a fair number of of sales of games workshop stuff through amazon and hmm. any anytime i sell we sell something we will you know include our business card and um you know try to direct them to our website for future purchases so yeah, it's yeah. you know it's, it's making money off of the channel but also hopefully a a form of advertising um which you know is, is great um but it, it also made me think what 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 all brought this to mind was you know our our dear friend michael chili winners he um ordered something off of amazon he he ordered some wine glasses and they they arrive and one of the glasses is broken and so he's like well you know i he he starts the refund process with Amazon and they tell him he he's like you know I five of the six classes are fine I could you know you could just refund me um you know a sixth of the money or you could send me a new glass etc and but he does the process and he gets a full refund and they tell him you know just keep the um the glasses that you have and you know he in our group chat he tells the experience and um i was like oh well i feel pretty confident he's like you know whatever i i feel like amazon can i guess afford to eat you know that money or whatever and i'm like oh what you probably don't realize is that um this isn't amazon that's eating it you probably didn't buy this from amazon uh you purchased it from a small business who is selling on Amazon and then Amazon anytime there is any type of dispute they put it on the business they put it on the business <laughs> and and lo Jay was right he did even though he he thought that he had purchased it from Amazon because that's what that's how it's represented yeah that's what you th would think um and so you know I've just had so many experiences on my end where you know, like I'll get contacted about, you know, this item arrived late and if they file a claim, then, you know, they get a full refund or, you know, I, the tracking number says it's delivered, but there's nothing on my porch. You know, they'll 
get a refund or, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And, and it's like, it, it feels like also this kind of goes along with the quick shipping thing, but it felt like before a lot of times with like, I, I shouldn't be complaining about this, I guess, because it's um, something that DJI has benefited from, but it feels like there's been a huge growth of third parties selling on Amazon. And it feels kind of like a cluttered, crappy experience, like shopping on eBay is right now in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and as opposed to buying directly from Amazon and having it shipped quickly from their own warehouse, et cetera. Um, Which also doesn't work anymore. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> so, and there were definitely, there's, de- it feels like there, I've had a lot of times where people know the system at Amazon at this point and will therefore exploit it. And oh, really? Oh, yeah. Geez. We'll, we'll file anything because, you know, they want a free item. <laughs> and like one of them, like this person, they like, they, they sent a picture of their box and part of it was yellow. And they said, uh, you know, a dog peed on the box. And this was the, uh, the outside packaging. <laughs> and he says, you know, and so this, this dog urine is a biohazard. I can't mill it back. Uh, and so, you know, I want a refund. And it it felt very much like uh, the dog ate my homework <laughs> version of uh, shipping something to an Amazon customer. But it does it does feel like there are, um, and it's it's you know obviously it's a small number of people who make the large number of problems. But you know there are people who realize that anything they file is going to you know get approved in their favor, and so they'll just file whatever and, and get it approved and get free shit. So that is my doing business on Amazon rant and, <laughs> uh, being, it a was definitely, Amazon. it was definitely not a mini rant. So like, Oh, good work sorry. there. <laughs> well, that's, there's my extended rant, I guess then. Yeah. yeah no apology necessary. Like that. Uh, you're like giving me heartburn. <laughs> what, uh, um, I don't know. I mean, if, if, have you guys, I guess, do you have any reactions or thoughts to, to what I just, just said or went over? I'm just trying to decide if, uh, if there's legislation that needs to be passed to <laughs> <laughs> stick it to those. I'm telling you, you have to stick it to the, uh, uh, big tech, big tech, Gotta stick it to big tech and big pharma. <laughs> um, all right. So, Next thing I wanted to go over, um, I wanted to go over some board game geek stuff with you guys. Okay. So I feel, I feel nervous about this for some reason. Oh, it is. Uh, it's actually happened. Okay. So I, I was looking at board game geek the other day and I was looking at the, the ranking of the top 10 and this was just two or three days ago. I looked and I was like, my mind was being blown because I knew that it, uh, you know, it's at some point, uh, Oh, I know what you're going to talk about. Yeah. 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 I'm ready. Some, someone was going to surpass Gloomhaven. Um, but it's now it's happened. And, and the part that blows my mind is I thought like, I, I don't, I guess I don't understand the current number one game on board game geek. So <laughs> this, is, this is the short version of the question. Yes. So the current number one game on board game geek is brass Birmingham. And yes. like, it's, 
it's been many years since I've played it, but like I distinctly remember my impression of the game being that my thoughts were like, it's fine, but it's not particularly noteworthy. And, and I'm curious what your guys' reaction is and what your thoughts are on that game, etc. Well, so first of all, I think that this is an artifact of Frosthaven coming on the scene. Okay. Like, so, in, in other That's words, this, I don't think this is a... Um, what am I trying to Do say? Do you think that Frosthaven will this, soon be number one? I think it will supplant... Um, Gloomhaven, yes, that that I do think that. Sure. And yeah. So I think that this isn't as much a an this isn't as much Brass Birmingham climbing to the top as it is Frosthaven starting to pull its younger brother down. Sure. Down, right? Okay. That's my theory. Okay. So but, keep in mind that. But Brass, on the other hand, like, why is Brass Birmingham? Why is it even? Why, as why high is that as game is? of all all the other games? Why is it the one that's number one? So am I wrong in that Brass Birmingham is not the Bir- the Birmingham, the Brass that you played before? It is a it is a new version. It's, like it's, a, it's a sequel, yeah. I think. I don't even know if it's a sequel. I thought it was just like a really nice reprint um, with a additional version of the game or an additional set of rules, something along those lines. You know what I mean? I mean, here's the problem. None of us have played Brass Birmingham. Okay. Yeah. You and I played Brass. I think on the, I've the played I, Brass, yes. Right, Trevor? But okay. I believe that this is a different version with different rules. I, this, so looking looking at the entry, it looks like it's, it yeah. is billed as a sequel, but it's mostly the same with like a new cell system. But I don't know. I mean, maybe maybe I am wrong on that. Well, regardless, we come back to the question of like, I almost feel like the question here, Jay, is like, did this thing even deserve to be in the top ten anyway? I mean, anything like the original Brass? No, it doesn't. Yeah, it is. I mean, I feel very confident in saying that it is um, very similar to the original Brass. Yeah. This is, in my opinion, this is the board game. I I mean, Gloomhaven was going to go down eventually, regardless if it's the best game ever, because the board game community cannot live without the flavor of the month well and it's entropy too right i mean yeah but i mean even if it was the like literally the best thing since sliced bread it's the most amazing game ever and never to be surpassed by anything ever they will get tired of it they'll move on yes i mean that's true i do think it's interesting that gloomhaven is now in third place with brass birmingham as one and pandemic legacy season one is number two Oh, I didn't even know that part happened. Yeah. I it's, thought it's it was just still two. Pandemic Legacy is barely above Gloomhaven. It is 8.406 and Gloomhaven is 8.403. And it's it's also interesting. I so I'm I want to hear your guys' hot takes on the current <laughs> top ten. Okay, of, I gotta pull, of, I guess I gotta pull up the top ten. I, I'm I, I'm gonna read it to everyone. Oh, okay, okay. So here's, Wait, here's so do I get to react? To each one as you read it. Sure. Is that yeah. Sure. Let's let's do that. Uh, I I think it'd be interesting. To, pass. I'm ready. Excellent. Yeah. Would this would this be in your top ten? So number one is uh, Brass Birmingham. I think that's on the pass for all three of us. Yeah. There's no way in hell it's in my top ten. Agreed. Okay. Uh, number two, uh, Pandemic Legacy Season One. Smash. Yeah. Hundred percent smash. Belongs. Should should remain. 
I'm curious on Trevor's grade here. Um, sorry, which what was it again? Pandemic Legacy Season One, Smash or Pass? Uh, <laughs> <sighs> Smash. And to be yes. fair, it's, it's Smash or Pass in this position. You know, it's like, but yeah. yeah well, or on. I I had said if it belongs in the top ten. It it belongs in the top ten. Yes. Okay. 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 Um, number three, Gloomhaven. That absolutely belongs. Agreed, but with the caveat that I do agree that, like, oh, good lands. There's literally multiple gloom havens in the top ten already. Yeah. A haven, asterisk haven, belongs in the top ten. I don't think there should be multiple of them occupying multiple spots. I'm I'm going to be the uh, stereotypical gamer that Trevor has mentioned, and uh, I'm ready to move on from gloom haven. It gets the pass. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Uh, number four, Arc Nova uh, gets a smash for me. <sighs> I feel conflicted. Uh, I feel like either Arc Nova or Terraforming Mars should be in the top ten, but not both. So whatever that is, I don't know if I said smash or pass, but you know what? I said words. You interpret them how you will. Um, well, I'm, you have to you you have to pick. Do you think that this one belongs in the top ten? No. Okay. This is full on flavor of the month. Okay, I mean, I mean that's that is totally a fair analysis, uh, Trevor. Yeah, it's flavor of the month. It'll be long gone in a few years. So pass for you. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Twilight Imperium Fourth Edition Number Five. All uh, the smashes. All, all the, the time on the Smash Channel. I, I assume you are in agreement, Trevor. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Uh, number six, uh, Terraforming Mars. I assume this is the one that you this used. is my smash. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I, I still have more affection in my heart for Terraformers than Arctova. So that, that's really what this comes out. And that's fair. I'll, 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 I'll still give it a smash. Uh, what about you, Trevor? Yeah. I mean, it's, it was 2018. It's, it's, it's gone. I, I don't care if I ever play it again, honestly. You're, you're ready to pass. You're a typical gamer. I, I, yeah, absolutely. I'm the people I'm describing is me. <laughs> you know Taylor the, Swift uh, says hi I'm the problem it's me no, I'm I'm you know the the meme with uh um of course I know him he's me you know the the Obi-Wan Kenobi meme yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's me I I mean I fully understand that, that that's who I am but uh, I would rather if I'm going to play Terraforming Mars I'm going to play Ares Project or whatever the new one that one's far better mm, that's okay. an interesting argument okay okay uh, all right, so next we have uh, Gloomhaven Jaws of the Lion. Is is this the version of Gloomhaven that you would think most deserves to be in the top ten currently, Josh? Uh, no, but to be fair, I haven't played it, so it's, you know it's a little unfair of me to suggest. Okay. Uh, do you have a uh, opinion, Trevor? I have not played it either, so I don't. Have yeah, this is unplayed by all three of us. Um. Star Wars Rebellion, number eight. Solid smash. I'll never recapture the feeling of having blown up my <laughs> brother's rebel base on Kashyyyk, you know, by turn two. So yeah, this is a this game's timeless. I think that even in ten years' time, it will be one of those games where I'm like, yeah, I will still want to play that. Remember the halcyon days of yore, Trevor, when we managed to play this over lunch breaks. Yes, we should make it happen again somehow. Those were some good times. Yeah. So sure. I'll I'll say um, 
of, of from seven to ten, they're all games that I haven't played. I'll just give a ranking of my interest level on them. Uh, okay. Gloomhaven, Jaws of the Lion, uh, not really interested. Uh, Star Wars Rebellion, I'll give like a eight out of ten on the interest scale. Man, you should play this, Jay. I think you would love it. Um, next, number nine, we have War of the Rings Second Edition. Absolutely belongs. It's right up there with Twilight. Um, it's interesting Imperium. to me that this is the oldest game in the top ten. Yeah, that is interesting. 2011 publishing date, right? Yeah. I assume this one gets a, a smash from you as well, Trevor? Um, yeah, probably. Okay. Again, um, there are certain games that I think are timeless. Yeah. Um, I, I'm probably going to go with the seven on my interest level for this one. Uh, and then finally, Spirit Island. Uh, weird to me. Can't believe it's even near. Like, the total, total pass. Interesting. Okay. Uh, have you guys played it? Like, I've played it. I, it's, it's I've on, never played so- it with competent, you know, players. Like, I've played it solo, and I've played it with my 10-year-old. I own it. I have not yet played it. I'm going to give it a nine on my interest level. There's a Steam version of it. Oh yeah. Which yeah, which is a really good implementation of it. I I've played it once on Steam and like, because actually one of the things I don't like about it is it's not fiddly, but like it's not intuitive to kind of run the rules of it. So I, I should try it on the computer again, maybe give it another chance. But again, it's still a I'm looking at my ranking on BGG. I gave it a six, so clearly I did not enjoy it as much. <laughs> like, not, honestly, the, the thing I love the most about it is, like, the names of the spirits and stuff. Like, just some of the flavor a little bit, you know? I've never played it, so I don't really have an opinion. It's it's a game that I've always wanted to play. Um, I guess the, the thing that I would be curious in your guys' opinion of ones that you think should be in the um, top well, 10 that you, currently aren't? Yeah, I was like, if you keep going down, I can answer that question for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to say through the ages, I assume? A hundred percent. Uh-huh. Uh, do you th- would you say Twilight Struggle? I would. What do you, do you think that Dune Imperium is flavor of the month, or should it? It's currently number 12. Yeah, it's flavor of the month. Okay. To me. I mean, I haven't played... I haven't played it with any of the expansions yet, which I'm certainly interested to do, but it still it still very much has a flavor of the month feel to me. Uh, Great Western Trail? Hmm, I don't think so. Scythe? Not for I me. I think it is, yeah. Okay. Uh, Castles of Burgundy is number 17? Nah. All right, so uh, any others that... I feel, like I, have, I feel like I've used up my 10... I want to know where you guys think Wingspan should be. It might be in the top 100, I guess. Maybe. It's currently number 26. It's 26 right now. It's way too like, high. Is that, that's too high? Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's way too high. It's not that good. One of the ones that I've wanted to play that just never have um, is the the Major Knight board game at number 33. Yeah, it's actually really good. Well, um, do you guys have any other... Um, Thoughts or opinions on um, the current state of of the board game geek rankings? Well, I'm glad you brought them to my attention, frankly. I mean, Spirit Island and Brass Birmingham seem like a travesty. <laughs> like, I'm not even mad that Ark Nova's on there. Like, it and Terraforming Mars, they probably, they are really solid games. Also, Gaia Project, like, 
long may it die. I, I don't understand. <laughs> I, and, and I will freely admit that I had like, um, I had a, I had a bad initial experience with what the heck is a guy a project a reskin of uh, Terra Mystica, right? Yeah. And maybe if I gave Gaia Project a chance, I would find that oh, the mechanics really are cool. And so no, they're I, not. That game's awful. <laughs> <laughs> like I've I've played both, and is this like giving a D like, to I Mozart? Don't... Are we giving a D to Mozart right now for board games? <laughs> I don't care. It's awful. I don't understand why it's even there at all. Like, eh. Another one I'd be. Um, I've wanted to play quite a bit as Nemesis, which is number eighteen. Well, um, yeah, Nemesis, I thought that Nemesis is, is one of the um, thematic games. It's one of the best thematic games out there. Yeah, and I I love the the property that it's themed after, but not themed after for intellectual property reasons. <laughs> My yeah. understanding is there is a Nemesis uh, video game okay. that's like based on the board game. Hold on, I'm, I'm looking it up here. Let me see if I can find it. Like, I think it's called Nemesis Lockdown. Um, Yeah, Lockdown, I think, is one of the expansions. Well, oh, is that one of the expansions? Yeah, but there's, like, a Steam, like... Yeah, yeah. Uh, multiplayer. Oh, maybe it's Nemesis Distress is the one that's, like, a first-person... Anyway, it's just crazy. Like, they're, like, they're branching into the other types of games, and, like, these guys are, these guys are going wild. These Awaken Realms fools. All right, well, uh, the last thing I had to go over with you guys was, so it's, uh, actually, it, it might have dropped already. Uh, the the new season might have dropped while we were recording. The new season for Drive to Survive, uh, Formula One show, is uh, available now. And I've been, Netflix has been promoting heavily to me the docuseries Full Swing, and uh, because it's it's made by the same guys as um drive to survive and it has a lot of the, the same feel as uh as drive to survive it has a lot of the same um you know editing techniques and stuff like that right. and so i've i've this week i watched the entire it, it has eight uh episodes i watched all eight they range from uh, 41 minutes is the shortest up to 50 minutes. Um, and, and I did enjoy it quite a bit. It, and the things I'm going to cover are the reasons why I liked it, even though I have like zero interest in golf and think that it's, you know, basically a stupid sport. <laughs> <laughs> and so I, I, with, with that as my background of the sport, um, it is, I, it's kind of the same as the NFL for me. Like I, I don't find the NFL interesting at all, but all the things that surround the NFL can be interesting. Um, whether it's the competition or the, the human drama, etc. And so, um, one example of it, it, it was kind of a, a perfect, year for them to do this docuseries and they did they don't go into this quite as much as i would like they do have quite a few episodes on it but um one of the things that they go over is that this year there is the saudi arabians are have started up their own golf league and they're doing it essentially to try to sports wash their 
reputation and I've literally never heard this term and I'm amazed with this term. Carry on. <laughs> have have you heard about this uh um this league, Josh? No, no, not at all. I'm I'm ready for to learn more about sports washing. So the 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 main um league that the people are competing in is, is the PGA. The the new league that the Saudis are starting is the Live L I V uh sports league, golfing league. And you know, one of the things that is interesting about it is that you go to the PGA and you play in a tournament, you are gonna play four days and after the first two days, after 36 holes, um, they're going to do a cut. And you know half the field is going to be cut. And if you don't make the cut, you don't make any money. And all of the money that you've spent to travel there, to you know pay your caddy, etc., you're, you're just out. Um, and so in order to entice people to come to this... Uh, New league, the Saudis, the, the, the Saudis have tons of money and they want to, you know, have a sports league that they sponsor that makes them look good, you know, et cetera. And so they approach various golfers in the PGA and, um, you know, the, the president of the league is a former golfer who got, you know, paid a ton of money and, and, you know, the journalists ask him like, how are you doing this? Why are you enabling, you know, Saudi Arabia? And he's like, look, everyone makes mistakes. And, uh, you know, we just try to learn and grow. And he's, he's saying that about, um, Saudi Arabia and, you know, the, the journalists are like, you know, I've never really made the mistake of murdering a journalist. And, <laughs> and, <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but that seems like more than just a little oopsie doopsie. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so, you know, some of the, and the, the other big thing about this, um, this league is that when the people sign up for the league, they go and they play three days of golf, uh, 54 holes, and they are guaranteed this money regardless of how they place. And so, you know, uh, the, the third episode of the, the TV show, they, it features a guy who is, um, he's like 46. He's at the tail end of his career and he's faced with the question of, you know, do I keep playing in the PGA where, you know, I'm old and my skills are diminishing and, you know, how much money am I going to actually make versus do I go to the live and make guaranteed millions. And I don't think they said how much, uh, he made, but some of the people who, um, have, have gone to this league are making like $200 million. Oh, and so, you know, it's not a insubstantial amount of money. And, and a lot of them are, you know, having the question like, you know, if I take this, you know, this could, you know, set up myself, my children, my grandchildren, etc. And you know, I, I think it's easy to question or easy to think like, 
you know, I I would hope I would make the moral decision or whatever. But when you start having those types of <laughs> numbers that thrown at you, it's 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 interesting to watch the drama of what people choose and what uh, you know justifications they give, etc. Um, so that's that's one example of one of the the threads that they cover in the series. Another episode goes over. Uh, it shows a few rookies who are, are doing their uh, first year in the league, in the, in the tour and what their experiences is, is like as rookies that are going through the tour or uh, another part of it is uh, there's lots of parts where it's talking about the mental part of the game. And it, it made me think about the chain attack episodes we would do where we would talk about like, um, you know, some of the, the inner game of tennis or some of the Mm -hmm. books that we read about um, mental stuff with a game. And I, I think it's entertaining getting people's thoughts on that. Also watching, you know, it's, it's giving a brief look at some of the most dramatic situations in the season where people are in these, you know, insanely high pressure situations. And, you know, you get to see a little snapshot of here's how it played out in uh, in this instance, as opposed to like having to watch what I'm assuming is just like this massively boring, <laughs> uh, <laughs> golf tournament. Uh, I mean, if you don't play golf, I think golf is fairly boring to watch. Yes. I think sure, for yeah. people, people who watch, yeah, yeah. who play golf can enjoy the nuance of watching golf. Yeah. Maybe uh, I play it, but not very frequently anymore. And when I was I'm, playing, I'm also not a very good sports watcher though. Yeah, that's fair. I when I played golf seriously, um, which was a long time ago, admittedly, um, but you know I was in high school still. But when I did play golf pretty seriously, I watched it quite a bit as well. There was definitely interesting things that happened, but it's it's I can see how somebody who doesn't play it would not really enjoy watching it. There's the the other thing that's interesting about it is that you know you go from watching. Uh, Formula One Drive to Survive to watching Full Swing and Drive to Survive. The F1 drivers look like male supermodels. Yeah. <laughs> and then you get to Full Swing and they do they, they do not. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's also kind of funny. Like a lot of them, you look at them and it is undeniable that they are world class athletes that are performing some athletic feats that are amazing. But also if you walked past this person in the grocery store, you would never ever guess that they were an athlete of that caliber. <laughs> and so that's like something some that I, of the pro baseball players that you see yes. show up camp and they weigh, you know, they're, they're two fifty, uh, and all of it's in their gut. And you're like, and you're a pro baseball player. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there are, you know, a fair number of them that, that um, you know, you can see their gut, et cetera. And it, it is kind of funny. Um, yeah, but let me let me be fair. That's not very common in baseball, but it has happened. Yes, yes. <laughs> another another one that was was interesting. Um, they had an episode that focused on the the golfer's name is Tony Finau, and he's from um, Salt Lake City. Um, grew up super poor and the, the episode focuses on him. He's 
uh, was Samoan or Tongan or both uh, background. I'm assuming that um, he's Mormon. And it, it kind of followed him. His wife, one of her um, parents passed away. And so he they decided that it would be best if the whole family started traveling to his weekly tournaments. And it's like this, you know, eight person family or whatever. And, you know, there's, and he's this golfer that, um, everyone says like, you know, he, he should be winning events left and right. And, you know, the media has this narrative, you know, is, is he just not focused enough because, you know, he cares about his family or he spends time with his family instead of being obsessed with golf, etc. And, and then, you know, it goes through some dramatic moments with him and, um, it, it does a good job of, um, focusing in on different stories of drama, kind of, kind of like that one. So, so that is my, my picture, my review of, uh, the series full swing. Do, do, uh, either of you have any questions or comments on, on the show? How do you find this stuff? That's my question. <laughs> Well, to be fair, this one's been heavily advertised. Yeah, this Netflix. one's been heavily promoted to me by Netflix because I watched okay. all of Drive to Survive. Yeah, it's mm, it, it, mm. like every time I log in, it's like the number so this two is the show in the USA today or whatever. Mm. Yeah, it, yeah. It's, it's trying to get me to watch it pretty heavily, too. And I will. I just don't know when. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, Josh, would you say that my pitch increased or decreased your interest in in the show? I mean, I would say it increased it because, you know, I had zero knowledge of it before we began this conversation. Sure. It increased, but still not enough to watch it. But yeah. <laughs> not, not especially not anytime soon. Yeah. Fair, fair. Okay. All right. Well, um, that's our, our grab bag episode this week. Uh, let us know what you guys think of everything we talked about and, and, uh, join the Discord and uh, tell us your thoughts. And stay tuned for next week. <laughs>